Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. We are continuing with the demon, or how to live with one. Oh, not much of a life for the poor girl. Let's find out more. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> her mother died within the next couple of years. Now in the house it was just her father and herself. Oh, and of course, Boo-Boo. She ended up getting a job at an insurance company taking courses that were offered, and started working towards her business degree online that she wanted earlier in life. Her father, since mother had died, did not talk much and kept to himself quite a lot. He stayed home all the time and didn't even want to go see his family. Invitations would come to him from his in-laws, sisters, and friends, but he would not go. Care for Boo-Boo dropped significantly. Even though the father stayed home and did nothing, he never gave Boo-Boo snacks in between meals or fill up his water bowl, even neglecting the litter box. She could tell that Boo-Boo was not happy, but there was nothing she could do. It worried her quite a lot, she said, and she also told me that it was almost as if Boo-Boo knew how she was feeling. He was being quite affectionate and loving. Her father, over the next five years, had started drinking every day. I was told that one day she received a phone call at work regarding her father's actions at his fire hall. She had already told me that he had been a firefighter on one of our dates and eventually promoted to a captain. Apparently, he had started drinking prior to coming on to shift and was found actually drinking on the job. He was driven home by the department and she was asked to talk to him and get him help and there are resources that the department could put him into contact with so he doesn't lose his job. Continuing, the next couple of months were hell. She didn't know that he was drinking so heavily that she felt guilty focusing on herself with work and classes and school. The stress, she said, was incredible. Again, she felt as if Boo-Boo understood. I glanced over to where Boo-Boo was, but he wasn't there. Then I realized that he had moved, sitting on the back of the couch beside her. There was no sound or anything to indicate that he had moved, which sent a shiver down my back. Dating was definitely out of the question. Again, work, school, and now her father. She was beginning to feel that she was never going to get anything she wanted in her life. She had to make sure that her father God, attended his counseling sessions, alcoholics and anonymous, to try her change, best to prevent him from having to change a drink. I can, Again, pursuing something in her life was being overshadowed. She shed a tear and I asked if she was okay, saying yes, and asked if she could get a refill. Taking both glasses, I walked to the kitchen, put the glasses on the table, and opened the fridge to retrieve another bottle. As I closed the fridge and turned, Boo-Boo was sitting up on the counter, our eyes at the same level. They were very green, 
just as she said. What seemed like minutes was just a few seconds. He broke the stair and went back to her. Again, no sound when he landed on the floor or when I saw him jump back up onto the couch beside her. Opening the bottle and filling our glasses, I sat back down, handed her her glass, and she continued. One night after a bad day at work, and also her father had missed a counseling session, she made herself a strong gin and tonic. Sitting on the couch, Boohoo jumped onto her lap, and as she sipped her drink, stroked his head, and told him about everything, the way she felt, and how she never gets a break. Then she said that Boo-Boo looked up at her, and she looked at him, and she could swear she saw his green eyes glow. She shook her head and thought that the drink was stronger than she thought. Her father then came in the door, and she asked him where he was and why he missed a counseling session. He answered, saying he didn't. She told him that she was called again at work, that he had missed a session. Her father insisted that he did not. Taking a sip of wine, she looked down and said that she lost it and started accusing him of hiding his drinking, not doing anything after mother passed and so on. Her father stormed out of the house, jumped into his car and drove off. She started crying and waited for her father to come back so she could apologize. But she never got the chance. While he was driving, a witness said he was going rather fast and wandering over the road lines. He then went across the road into oncoming traffic, crossed back over, then over two lanes of traffic going in the same direction, cutting off vehicles, and slammed into a concrete wall. Other witnesses said the exact same thing, except for one person. That person saw what they thought was a cat jump out of the car and take off. When she was told that, the police officer chuckled, <laughs> apologizing. She was told where the car was going to be towed to and any personal effects that are found will be returned to her. When she arrived home, she took off her shoes and coat, turned, and there it was. Not boo-boo, but a dead mouse. Cats sometimes kill mice because they're feeling charitable and want to present their owner with a thoughtful gift. Kneeling down, she picked up the mouse, knowing that he was trying to say sorry. She put it in the garbage and noticed that her answering machine was flashing. Playing the message back, she found out that her father did not miss a counseling session, that a clerical error had been made, an apology was given for the confusion and inconvenience it may have caused. Grabbing the machine and pulling the plug and telephone cable with it, she threw it across the room and started crying. Eventually, she was able to calm down. Sitting on the couch and turning the television on, 
Boo-Boo jumped beside her and started to cuddle. She picked him up, placed him on her chest, and stroked his back. The purring, she said, lulled her to sleep. Both parents gone, the house had been willed to her. A couple of small life insurance policies covered what little debt she had and was even able to deposit some in mutual funds. Life was extremely routine. Work, boo-boo, study, sleep. Then it started all over again the next day. For the next couple of years, she said it felt like she was in a time loop that never changed until she finished and obtained her business degree. Boo-Boo actually grew to love her continuing her education due to the amount of studying she had to do which kept her at home. Having finished and completing all the courses she needed, she earned her business degree and was promoted at work. During the next two years, she remained single. Boo-Boo was aging and showing signs of arthritis and other health changes when one grows old. One night, while watching TV, Boo-Boo started scratching at the front door. She reminded me of the earlier story, to which I nodded my head. She opened the door, and just like before, Boo-Boo left, determined to get somewhere, as if he had something to do. The next morning, just like before, he was mewing at the door to be let in. Letting him in, he jumped on the couch, she said, and looked at her. She sat down and he climbed onto her to be cuddled. They both looked at each other and even though she could tell that Boo Boo was leaving again, at least she was here this time holding him. She mentioned to him how lonely it is when he's gone. She then thought for an instant about dating when she looked back at him, she knows for a fact his eyes glowed for a few seconds, then stopped. She knew that he had left, but this time she wasn't sad. All she had to do was wait. <laughs>